Welcome to day 275 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Camp here with Cindy Camp and David Keefe as we continue and conclude our journey through the book of Matthew uh, this week. Uh, we come to have one of the most um, deeply emotional moments, uh, mm-hmm. both for us and for our Lord, as we come to the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, where uh, Jesus prays, if all possible, what he's facing could be removed from him, but nevertheless surrenders to the Father's will and accepts uh, the Father's plan and purpose for his life, which is for our joy and for the glory of the Heavenly Father. So uh, before we uh, continue in Jesus' journey toward uh, the cross, uh, let's uh, offer this moment and offer ourselves to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cindy, do you mind lifting us up in prayer? Father, thank you for this time in your word. We thank you, Father, for just the way that you have used this word in our lives, Father, to encourage us, to teach us, to um, move us towards conviction of sin and all these things that are so necessary, Father. So be with us as we um, look into this hard season in the life of Christ, Father, and may we um, see the great sacrifice that he made on our behalf, Father, that we might have a relationship with you. And we thank you for that. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Beginning in verse 36 of chapter 26. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to him, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground, and he prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for for one hour, he asked. Watch and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping uh, because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away at once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived with him. It was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priest and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had ranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you've come for, friend. Then the men stepped forward and seized Jesus and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword drew it out and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in place, Jesus said to him. For all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will not at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then will the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen this way? In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you've come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest. 
he entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they did not find any, though many witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is the testimony these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, from now on you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need more witnesses? Look now, you heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, Messiah, who hits you? Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know him. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken before the rooster crows, You will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Well, you have two, you know, very different kinds of sorrow, you know, framing, you know, this passage. You know, Jesus overcome with sorrow, overwhelmed, you know, at the point of, you know, death uh, because of the great burden that was to be laid upon him. And, of course, Peter overcome with sorrow because he had denied his Lord, even after confident assertions, even if I have to die with you, mm-hmm. I will never, I'll never deny you. And, and so we see the beautiful strength of our Lord, and, of course, we see the, the great weakness not only of of Peter, there's no mm-hmm. use of pulling him out of the crowd of, of all of all of us, and and we do, you know, fit in that little thing, you know, that uh, Jesus, you know, said to Peter, you know, as he is inviting him to pray with him, the Spirit is willing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we we think we can, <laughs> but the follow through of the flesh is sometimes so so anemic. Yeah. and all that so as you guys uh, wander through these passages and read through these passages what are some of the things you know that stand out I mean we definitely kind of see that book ended in our passage here with the weakness of disciples at the beginning and then specifically the weakness of Peter at at the end mm-hmm. um, but I'm reminded even of yesterday's passage where Jesus did quote from Zechariah saying you know the, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered yeah. so we do see through all these ordeals the Kind of abandoning of disciples yeah. to Jesus, and Jesus left all alone, um, which, which is a very sad picture to see, especially when they begin accusing him falsely, and no one's there to make a case for him. And then, especially when they begin spitting on him and, and, and beating him, and and just completely taking advantage of him. Um, definitely hard scenes to see, but again, Christ knew this was coming. Yeah, I you you have to love the picture of his humanity that we have you know in verse thirty seven, mm-hmm. uh, where he was you know sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, you know, and, and, and what a confession! My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. In other words, you know the 
the very emotion I'm, I'm feeling in this moment is about to take my life, much less mm-hmm. the cross, you know, this, that is ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you see, you know, a lot of times it's easy for us to kind of look at the cross and mm-hmm. uh, strip it of its agony and, and, and its pain, and not realize that even the anticipation of the cross mm-hmm. uh, caused great anguish, you know, for our Lord. In, in a very honest moment, you know, with the Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, "If possible, you know, may this cup, you know, the Old Testament, you know, bitter cup." of God's wrath you have you know the cup of God's blessing and the cup of God's wrath and of course we emphasize a lot of times you know when we do the Lord's table here that uh, he took the cup of wrath from our hand and mm-hmm. put a cup of blessing in our in our hand instead and, and so he said, if all possible may this cup be taken from me and then you have the, the surrender in, in verse 41 you know the surrender you know, coming you know back down in forty two, mm-hmm. if it is not possible for this to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. And uh, what a wonderful you know this this is you know this is the Lord's prayer, yeah. one we usually call the Lord's mm-hmm. prayer. You know, and, and of course not Lord's only prayer. We could do John seventeen as well. And <laughs> yeah, any other, other other case, <laughs> but you have you know you have uh, the disciples' prayer. You know, given earlier in Matthew where he says, "You know, Lord, teach us to pray." But this is this is the the you know, greatest example of prayerful surrender, you know, before the Heavenly Father that we could find. And we will all come to places where we're at this uncomfortable crossroads where there's something we want with the depth of our being, and yet it's not what God wants for us. And it's our willingness, you know, to surrender to Him and say, you know, not me, but you mm-hmm. in this moment. And mm-hmm. we're so deeply grateful that Jesus prayed that prayer. No, and then what a beautiful kind of pattern and example he sets for us that even in yeah. our difficulties we need to follow his example and going to the father right. but he also invites community around him even though they do fail him pretty <laughs> badly mm-hmm. he is inviting others into that and ad- admitting kind of where he's at inviting them to pray for him to help minister to him um which again is something we can do as well. No, that is a uh, that, that's a great point, David. That not only is he mm-hmm. openly you know openly sharing you know the heaviness of his heart with them, but he is also inviting them to enter into mm-hmm. uh, the moment with him and pray with him. And, and of course, in this particular instance, community you know lets him down. Uh, and, and of course, mm-hmm. the opposite is true of him. He never lets his in a community down. No, he goes and, uh, all the way to the cross. Even in community, our eyes ought to ultimately, you know, be set on him. Mm-hmm. And of course, we then, you know, turn to the whole betrayal of Judas with the kiss. And I guess I'm so um, amazed at Jesus's reply to Judas when he would say, when he would call him friend still. That just, uh, I mean, I don't even do what you came for, friend. I... I yeah. just don't even know. Of course, without emojis, we have no exactly. idea exactly <laughs> what he was. Did you want a friend? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly how he's it. exactly how he's doing it. But yeah. we can't we can't see. You know, even though you know, there's already been a condemning word. Right. You know, toward you know right. Judas. Uh, Woe to him who betrays the Son of Man. It'd been mm-hmm. better for him never to have been born you can't help but see the compassion of jesus you know for all sinners so we do you know we do read in there you know a tone of sincerity you know i i I have called you friend Mm -hmm. and and it's a you know a word that's rare in the new testament but it is a word you know that talks about um 
sharing together in a common experience and, mm-hmm. and i said yeah you, you know we've we've been we've done life together mm-hmm. uh do what do what you must do you guys see kind of the irony with as jesus is betrayed they pull out the sword you know like this little sword's gonna yeah. really stop yeah. everything and mm-hmm. jesus is like Man, I could call down twelve legions right now. You know, mm-hmm. we could put an end to this. Yeah, if rough, we roughly to. twelve thousand angels. Yeah, so <laughs> no big. And the fact no that yeah. he would even say it's not been taken, but I lay it down, you know, willfully. So he's, and, he's and, and of course we've seen single angels, you know, frighten people. Yeah, devastate. Yeah, uh, and uh, bring to ruin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, what a remarkable, what a remarkable statement that you see here: the surrender of the son. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, in the garden. You know, I, I want to do what you want me to do. And in, in this moment, I'm not calling on my resources, which could easily rescue me, you know, from this moment and could live in eternal bliss mm-hmm. in communion with the, mm-hmm. the Father and with the Spirit, each glorifying each other forever with, uh, you know, without a, without a need of us. And yet somehow in his magnificent uh, love for us, he mm-hmm. has paid the ultimate price to bring us into communion you know, with him. And you just see it over and over and over again. He just continually submits and just kind of, you know, he just, not kind of, he just walks in obedience to the Father. It's just, yeah, he never pulls back. He just keeps going forward with, with submitting yeah. and obeying. And, and, and true for everyone who mm-hmm. comes after him. He's already told us earlier in the gospel that to follow him is to, you know, to say no to ourselves, to mm-hmm. pick up a cross be willing to die, mm-hmm. and, and, and to follow after him. And, of course, he does so quite literally, mm-hmm. you know, here. Uh, I love his answer, you know, to you know to the high priest, I charge you under oath. Mm-hmm. You know, by the living God, tell us if you're Messiah, the Son of God. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're, you're saying those words. You know, tell me what you, you think that means. But Jesus replied, uh, I tell, you know, but I say to you all from now on, or the next time you see me, I'm going to be at the right hand of the mighty one coming in the clouds of heaven. Mm-hmm. And this is quite a different, you know, Jesus that we will see, the one who has come, mm-hmm. you know, as a lamb to be slain, and the one who will come as uh, as the righteous one to vindicate, you know, uh, God's, you know, God's reputation and to judge the world. So the next time you see me, the tables will be reversed. It will not be yeah. me standing here. Well, you are on the judgment seat. The next time you see me, mm-hmm. you will be standing there, and, and I will be on the judgment seat. And even in that, we, we, we sense a great call to repentance you mm-hmm. know, and the urgency of the moment. And, and of course, you know there is a very real possibility. You know they immediately call that blasphemy. Tell the truth. They, they, they should have said, you know, wait a minute, let's let's weigh this out. This could be true. Mm-hmm. And if this is true, how measured, you know, should we be in this mm-hmm. moment? And and if it's false, but they immediately, you know, conclude it's false, and so they hand him over, uh, and and they do what the Roman soldiers are going to do. They spit on him. They mm-hmm. mock him. They, mm-hmm say prophesy i think that would have been a great moment you know when he called out the full name of the person who did it and told him what he had for lunch yesterday which was completely yeah no but in many ways you know as matthew said numerous times this was done to fulfill scripture which is a big part mm-hmm. of matthew mm-hmm. even that jesus is for the most part silent he's beginning to fulfill yeah. scripture too out of isaiah 53 that mm-hmm. has a sheep before its shears he remains silent and so absolutely Really beautiful of Christ. And you will see that in front of Pilate as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we move in that direction, 
And you've got to love, I mean, in that dialogue between 50, excuse me, 65 and 66, um, look now, you've heard the blasphemy, what do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. And it's like, no, we are worthy of death. He is the one that rescued us from the penalty of sin, which is death. And he did that That for us. Yeah, that would have been the great confession. Yeah, really. We are worthy of death. Yeah. May we receive what this man has for us Mm -hmm. in the the grace of God. Mm -hmm. So we have a come to the end of our time mm-hmm. so david do you mind closing us in a word of prayer no let's pray and father we do ask that as we look at your word um that we would see um, all that christ has, has done for us and may we um give him praise give him worship even as our hearts are sorrowful as, as we look at how he was dismissed and rejected and and soon to be led to a cross, um, that it is true that we are the ones worthy of death and not him. And so thank you so much for Christ who died in our place, who lived in our place, and who we will see soon has risen to offer us newness of life. Father, what a wonderful offering. What good news um, we see even in the difficulty of, of Christ heading to the cross for us. And so may we be able to dwell on that, reflect on that, and may our hearts um, overflow with, with rejoicing and gratitude for all that you have secured for us in Christ. We pray this all in his great and wonderful name. Amen. Amen.